Hi, I'm Tom Savini. You might know me as Sex Machine from Dusk Till Dawn. And you're listening, and I don't know why, to the horror returns. Greetings, victims. For those of you who delight in dread, who fantasize about fear, who glorify gore, welcome. You have found the place where the horror returns. Listeners beware. This podcast contains major plot spoilers and the foulest of language. Join us in celebrating the old and the new, the best and the worst in horror. Welcome back, one and all, to The Horror Returns. I'm Lance, and with me as always, my uh, slew of co-hosts here, Brian. What's up? I think it's just us tonight, brother. What's up, man? Oh, nothing much. Just living life. Yeah, what's it like in Alaska? Getting uh, getting, uh, getting a little bit warmer up there? Yeah, most of the snow's gone. It's getting warmer. So it's uh, it's not quite there yet, but uh, we're getting there. Yeah, it's been um, it's been a strange strange week, man, over here because we you know we were in Vegas. Mm-hmm. You ever you ever been to Vegas or the desert or anything like that? Yeah, we we used to go to Vegas like every year, but haven't been in a while. Kind of did like an annual trip, huh? Yeah, but. That was a, a family member that was close to us and passed away, so that kind of not an annual trip no more. Yeah, I'm dealing dealing with that right now, man. My uh, sister in law uh, passed away Saturday. I'm sorry to hear that. So, uh, yeah, it's it's been it's been a strange strange week, man. On vacation, and AJ and I will be just kind of like chilling out, and then all of a sudden, her uh, oldest sister calls her, and they got a Make funeral plans and set everything up because, unfortunately, not a lot of other people stepping up. You, you know how that can happen sometimes. Oh, definitely. <laughs> I definitely know. But I, man, I've forgotten how dry uh, your skin gets out there in the desert. Mm-hmm. It's like, because I, I guess you're used to it. And in, in Texas, we're, we got humidity all the time. Yeah, yeah, true. At least the, the, part, of, the part of the state that I'm in. Um, uh, you can hear our, you can, can you hear the dog soldiers in the back background at all? Yep. They're fine. <laughs> Hopefully they'll be good, man. We got a, we got a new puppy. So we've been kind of dealing with that. Nice. <laughs> no, I guess it's nice, man. It seems like it's <laughs> going to be a, be a good dog, but, uh, let's see if he barks through the entire, actually, maybe he senses a werewolf. I think they can smell it. Can't they? Yeah. They, they can sense it sometimes. So what's going on with you and Naz over there? At uh, are, are you still doing the wrestling returns, or was that just for WrestleMania? Uh, we said it wasn't going to be a thing. It's kind of like a uh, remember mini binge. Of course, uh, it, it it was it, it wasn't a thing, but it was a thing. Yeah, every week it wasn't a thing, right? Yeah, uh, we said it wasn't going to be a thing, but uh, we've seen how many people uh, downloaded the episode, so it 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 might come once a month. 
Well, that's cool, man. We get I know we get some definitely get some wrestling fans in the audience for sure. Yeah. And you still got the action returns going on. Yeah, we are currently going through the Mortal Kombat movies, starting with the '95 one, working our way up to the the new one that was just released. I really wish I'd had more time to check stuff out this week. I'm I'm gonna guess that you that you've seen the new movie. Yeah, of course. Going out on a limb. I'm gonna try to make it to the theater uh, to check out the that new movie in the ground. Have you heard anything oh, yeah. about it? I've actually I've not heard anybody say anything about it. That's good. That's that's the way I want to keep it. If I can, because I know AJ is going to be out in San Antonio most of the week, and I'm I'm going to try to get out there just Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And so I just miss four days of work. Hopefully, only, only miss one day, but uh, might might be able to sneak sneak to the theater. It's, it's playing at a couple of the AMC's around here. Nice. I got my got my membership going again, so I got to use it right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Other other than that, dude, um, I don't know. I guess we can get into cool of the week if you want. I'm I'm not gonna have a lot of the the regular stuff to talk about, but maybe uh, we'll do a Vegas vacation together or something. Sure. <laughs> you you want you want to jump in or you want me to go first? Uh, I can go real quick. Um, I seen uh, a movie that you and me. I, th- I don't know if you've seen it yet, but we were we kept saying we wanted to see it. And um, it's it just came out on Netflix, uh, Synchronic. Yeah, you know what? That's the that's the two two directors that I like so much, right? Yeah, um, Justin Benson, Aaron Moorhead. What'd you think, man? Is it is it? Uh, well, I guess you don't have to go to the theater for it if it's no. on Netflix now, right? Yeah, um, I dug it. Um, it's definitely you can tell they got their fingerprints on this. You can tell that they they made it. And um, I thought Anthony Mackie was good in it. Um, not what I th- expected as far as how the plot was. I thought it was something completely different. But to me, that was a good thing because it, it kind of kind of made me think one thing, and then it ended up turning to be a, another thing. Okay, that yeah, that can always be a good thing. And I can definitely see why Marvel snatched these guys up to do their Moon Knight series because. Uh, see a lot of a lot of great things ahead of them so you think uh anthony mackie might might show up in moon knight possibly yeah well i don't, I don't want to spoil falcon and winter soldier but I, yeah, dude, i've only i've only seen the first two episodes man uh, <laughs> i'm so far behind on everything yeah he, he's gonna be busy yeah got his, yeah. gonna have his hands full wearing red white and blue i'm guessing yeah you're not too far off there <laughs> And uh, also checked out a new, um, I guess it's like a horror comedy-ish movie on Shudder called Boys from County Hell. Yeah, I've seen the poster for that. Um, yeah, it's an it, Irish uh, vampire movie. Come on. I, I never got the feeling it was Irish. I thought maybe like the American South or something like that from the pictures yeah, I it, saw. It takes place in Ireland, and it starts out with... Uh, the this couple that the couple doesn't have anything to do with anything, but they go to visit Ireland and they want to go see their you know scary spooky spots. Mm-hmm. And they meet these two young guys in a bar, and they talk about the they know where the original vampire is buried. Not and you know before not Dracula, the 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 real guy, the real deal. 
So they take them out there, and it's like out in this open field, and it's like this pile of rocks, and they're talking about how he's buried there, and they end up scaring the the, the couple by pranking them, but because they don't really believe it. And um, anyway, something happens to release the vampire. Okay. The the legends are actually true. <laughs> of course <it's>, they are. <laughs> yeah, and it's got it's got like comedic beats to it. All right. And it, it wasn't that bad, and uh, the 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 way the vampire uh, got to the blood, I guess you could say, was a little bit different. It and, it wasn't wasn't a fingernail then. No. Huh. Any anything you can throw out there to hint at all, or you just don't want to spoil it? No, I don't want to spoil it. I don't. I don't know if this is a a movie. You know how Shutter kind of it's new to Shutter, but it probably came out like last year. So I don't. I don't know. Okay. If it's, I don't know how new it is, so I don't want to spoil it for anybody. No, I got you, man. New to Shutter means new to us, right? Yeah. And it wasn't. It it definitely wasn't on the island where Luke Skywalker did his training. Off no. the Irish coast, right? Uh, a lot of a lot of open fields. A lot of Irish vampires these days we're covering, man. <laughs> and uh yep, that's uh pretty much it. Is that the big one? Uh I would go with Synchronic. Synchronic? Okay. Yeah, now, I, I really enjoyed that one. Does it have anything at all to do with time time loops or time travel or is, would that be giving too much away? That would be giving stuff away. That, that, that would be cheating, huh? Yes. All right, so check it out. Don't be such a cheapskate, Lance. It's on net. It's on Netflix, and it's free, yep. right? <laughs> yep, Synchronics on Netflix, and Boys from County Hells on Shutter. Nice. Okay, so good. Two good streaming choices then. Yep. All right. Well, I'm I'm reading a book. I'm a little over halfway through. I'll I'll mention it, um, but I'm. I haven't finished it yet, so I can't say if it's my cool of the week. But I guess I'm gonna, I'll throw my cool of the week out to the uh, to the live Vegas show that AJ and I went to. Uh, it was called Extravaganza. Hmm. It's just good to be getting out to a live performance, man. How did they have you guys seated? It was it was very strange, man. Um, so I'm I'm you know of course from Texas, and it's like. You know, 20, 25 percent of the people anywhere you go aren't wearing masks. Right. I mean, there there could be a sign at the door that says mask absolutely positively required. And you'll still see a fourth of the people here not wearing them. Yeah. Um, Nevada, a little bit different, man. They they seem to be taking it more seriously. And I I think a lot of that might be because so many people from the world are are there. Right. It's like a kind of like New York, like a crossroads of the world. Mm hmm. Um, so they had us in a theater that was designed to hold, I think, like 5,000 people. Mm. They uh, they sold it out at 250, Brian. Oh, wow. <laughs> hey, that's nothing. Jay and his wife went to see Carrot Top uh, the night after that. That that was a 3,000-person auditorium capped at 250. Mm. So it's I, – I will say this, man. Every – couple of minutes the usher would come by and our seats would get a little bit better and a little bit better and a little bit better um because i think the way they did it is they sold all the tickets and then they sort of like um you know moved you down as long as there were at least three seats between you and the the people next to you they they Hmm. would give you the best seats in the house okay 
Yeah, so we kind of ended up like right on the uh, the floor level. Like if you've seen those old mafia movies where they're sitting in like um, kind of like a little area uh, together, uh, like yeah. they're smoking their cigarettes and drinking, and the comedians right in front of them or whatever. It, it was just like that, man. Oh, cool. Kind of yeah, kind of felt like old Vegas, big time. But it started it started out with um, a dancing scene, and it was kind of like the regular Vegas showgirls. Mm-hmm. Um, big difference is they all had masks on, which is kind of interesting. Hmm. Um, and then you had a couple of comedians. You had a, a dude, an Italian uh, chef, come out that was like spinning plates, and he had like ten plates spinning at one time. Hmm. Um, but that was all just kind of the warm up. the The coolest thing is you you had a couple of people that were uh, roller skating. I don't know how they did it, man. They they were on like a an elevated circular platform. And uh, the guy would, would, would twirl the girl around, and they both had roller skates on. I'm like, how the fuck are they doing this? Hmm. And then they had um, a couple of people that, that came out, and they were singing, and then uh, they did all kinds of acrobat- acrobatics where the uh, – I, I don't know what it was the dude put on his head, but uh, then the, the chick would – like her head and his head were together, and she was upside down, and they were spinning and dancing and everything. And then, of course, the the big finale. You you've seen. I, I don't know if you've ever been to the circus or anything. Or oh, uh, yeah. have you ever seen videos of the motorcyclists that get inside the 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 globe? Yeah. Okay, so they had like one motorcyclist, and then two, and then three. And I don't how they didn't collide. I have no idea. So it was just good to see live entertainment for a change, man. That's nice. Definitely good to to run into Jay and his wife, but I w- I will tell you this, man, you get you get out there and they give you the hotel for like next to nothing. It was like four nights was one hundred and fifty six dollars total. Oh, nice. Yeah, less than Motel Six, right? Yeah, is that uh, is that because of booking less people or? You know what? I think it's that mixed with the fact that that you know they they're wanting to get people back there, mixed with the fact that um, Vegas. At least New Vegas is kind of like famous for the old bait and switch. Mm. Now they did they didn't raise our room rates, Brian. But just to give you an example, we get in there and there's a, a refrigerator, mm. and I'm like, ah, oh, okay, cool. Here's a Pepsi. I wonder how much it would be if I grab this one Pepsi and drink it. And it says, uh, hey, you know, look look on your TV channel three, and it gives you the prices for the in anything that's in the uh, refrigerator. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pepsi, dude, how much do you think one? can of pepsi was well i've been to vegas many times so i can say anywhere from 10 to 12 dollars you're you're right on the nose man 10 bucks and that's without (laughs) any alcohol just the pepsi itself so suicidal tendencies eat your heart out you know next time you ask your mom for one little pepsi Mm. and she won't give it to you realize maybe your mom Spent ten bucks for that fucking Pepsi. <laughs> yeah, you can always just uh, go pretend like you're playing slots and get free drinks. We did. We did a lot of that, man. I I got to the point where we went to one ca- one casino that was sort of off the strip, and um, I was playing uh, nickel uh, nickel video poker, but mm-hmm. I was playing but I was playing five cents a hand. <laughs> so, yeah, we uh, we 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 tried to play the system. Um, unfortunately, one of those hands, if, if I had put uh, five quarters in, it would have been 100 bucks. But hey, man, that's the way it goes, you know? Yeah. 
but we had a you know we had a good time i i can't i can't complain too much it was nice to to get out and about all right brian the other thing i was mentioning i told you there's a a book i'm reading it, it can't be my cool of the week because it's too it's too new i'm i'm just halfway done but it's called sleeping beauties mm-hmm. um you know i read everything by stephen king oh yeah um, and this one's actually written by him and his his son Owen King, not to be confused with Joe Hill, his other son. Mm. Um, long story short, it's ba- it, it's like this little town, and there's a women's prison in there. So most of the characters that you meet, like work in the prison or around the prison. Um, there's a, a character that's like the sheriff of the town. Her husband works as a psychiatrist in the prison. Um, but there's like a virus, and it's interesting because it's written like three years ago, but it's a, a virus that affects women only. And they call it the Aurora virus. If they fall asleep, uh, this strange webbing grows around them. And if somebody tries to wake them up or break the webbing, they kind of like go rabid and start mm. uh, attacking. It, it, it's interesting so far. Pretty cool, pretty cool concept. You going to watch that new Stephen King TV show, Lily's Story? I that was like probably my least favorite Stephen King book, but uh, I'll, I'll definitely check it out. It. Okay, I'm in. I'm in. Hey, <laughs> speaking of in, <laughs> do I hear another some other laughter in the background? Yes, and it's not Dane DeHaan. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> the fuck, <laughs> Dane DeHaan with COVID? Uh uh-uh. oh. I hope not. <laughs> yeah, I'm here, man. Oh man. Dandahan. I mean, I wasn't even happy with the last few Stephen King things, except for the stand. I'm, I'm I haven't watched all of it yet, so. But have uh, you seen the Pet Cemetery remake? Oh fuck! Uh, I don't talk about that, but <laughs> too many times. I think I watched it three times, but. Is that not uh, your full of week then? Three times too many. Yeah. Come well, on, man! It wasn't that bad. It was, <laughs> but. Oh man! Uh, did you guys already go with the cool of the weeks? Yeah, yep. all, it's all up to you, man. All right. Um, well, I actually watched two things that were pretty cool. There was this uh, documentary that came out last year that I didn't even know about, but I just found out about it. It was called Bay Area Godfathers, mm-hmm. and it was dealing with um, uh, the Bay Area thrash scene uh, with all that. It was a documentary, and I was it was sweet, man. It was just. Uh, my childhood, my teen years, growing up in the Bay Area, listening to the, the Bay Area thrash metal that w- that was going on. It's still going on, everyone, but uh, it was cool. Um, so that was really neat. Just all the bands that I grew up watching, and uh, as a, as a kid, and as I got older, got getting to know and befriend uh, some of these old uh, band members, and it's still cool. It's good to see that they're still out there doing it. But watching that documentary just brought back the old the old days i'm like wow man those were those were fun times i mean sucks that can't go to shows or anything well here in california we can't but um mm-hmm. i know i know in other areas of the country it's free for all but <laughs> yeah. i don't <laughs> i don't know yet but uh so that was pretty cool if you guys haven't seen it check it out um it's out there and uh Oh, the new movie that just came out. But uh, Brian and I are going to be covering it on, on the action returns, uh, Mortal Kombat. Mm. Um, Figured as much. Uh, a lot of that pe- one. A lot of people are bagging on it already. Um, really? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know what they wanted, but uh, I think people. I, I'm not trying to be mean or anything, but I think people just set expectations just too high 
just like you know just look at what we got before mortal Kombat. i mean the 95 the 95 one is um good i mean i won't say too much on that one listen to the the next um Action Returns. Brian and I go over that one, but um, I enjoyed the I enjoyed the '95 one. I'll tell you the Annihilation. <laughs> is, it that, is it that bad? Is it really that bad? Uh, we'll listen to our episode when it comes out. Okay. <laughs> instead, instead of watching the movie, huh? Uh, you can still watch it. It's on HBO Max, and um, if you got Peacock, all right, Peacock. I mean, I love it. But I advise you to get the one with no commercials. Uh, are they? They'll kill you, huh? Oh fuck! I, I had to upgrade because they. It was. It I was like, oh my god! It was like commercial after commercial. I mean, I love the the new shows that they got on Punky and Saved by the Bell, and I'm sure there's other ones, but those are the only ones that uh, I wanted to watch. Um, Punky, if you're listening, whew, I love you. But anyway, there's a, there's a new Punky on there. Yeah, the the new adventures. <laughs> she's, she's all grown up, huh? Yeah, she's mom, three kids, uh, ex husband that pops in. Uh, Freddie Prince Jr. is her ex husband, but Man, he looks old as shit. Oh, really? I, I see. I see. That's. I mean, I'm not caught up yet. I believe the whole thing is already on there, but I, I see them getting back together. Well, as much as he's on the show, so I, I don't see why not. But, um. Oh yeah, yeah, Mortal Kombat and uh, Big Bay Area Godfathers. I mean, those are probably my two cools of the weeks. I mean, I I liked Mortal Kombat. I don't know what everybody was expecting. I mean, I was one of those guys that was I wasn't expecting much, but after that first trailer we got, I was like, oh okay, this is this looks promising. Yeah, and I I enjoyed it. All I'll say is, it came out that a lot of these actors signed to a multi-picture deal, so okay. they're they're trying to build something bigger but i think everybody just wanted everything now okay so maybe there's some loose ends at the end huh Uh, listen to our episode (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) who naz that documentary you were talking about what uh what's it called again uh bay area godfathers now what who who does it feature any bands that we that we would have heard of if you're familiar with the Bay Area thrash scene, uh, Metallica, Testament, Death Angel, Exodus, um, okay, the, all, all those big bands. Uh, there's one band, YNT. I can give them credit that yes, they they were from the Bay Area, but they weren't they weren't in the thrash scene. That was more of I don't know, more of a hard rock. Um, I could I couldn't even tell you a YNT song. Um, I wasn't a YNT fan, so the na- the name's familiar, but you're saying they weren't they weren't really part of that scene. I didn't think so. I mean, they weren't. Um, Summertime Girls, remember that song? Of course. Damn, them. That's YNT, and that's okay. not that's not uh, Bay Area thrash. I mean, th- the thrash scene was more just heavy riffs and just more. I uh, wasn't real really. Uh, devil satanic oriented like Slayer and stuff like that. This was more of just um, there was some bands that had some political songs um, mm-hmm. but it was just more just, just more heavy heavy riffs and, and, and fast uh, fast paced songs um, but yeah I mean my favorite band that came out of the Bay Area was probably Death Angel and I'm 
it, it was cool finding out about them and then going to their shows and seeing how big they got. And then they broke up for a while, but now they're still back together. But um, becoming friends with some of the for pretty much the whole band. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. but it's it's cool and it's weird though because I mean. I see them as this band that I grew up with that I still listen to today. But, and it's weird when I see him, hey, what's up? And give him hugs and everything. And I was like, fuck. It still amazes me. Like, wow, I was a fan. And now they're my friends. And, and I still love, I love to see them play uh, when I can. And I follow everything they do. Um, but the it, this documentary was cool. It was more of a um, kind of just, a history of what was going on uh, mm-hmm. in in those days, and I'm I'm still glad that I was a part of that scene, that I was there for uh, a lot of it. Uh, there's another documentary out there called uh, out there called uh, Murder in the Front Row, which I've came heard of out, that one too. Came out two years ago. That one was another thing. That one that one was amazing. Uh, again, I was a part of that scene, but um, knowing the guys, the two guys that that were behind that whole. Um, there was a book first called Murder in the Murder in the Front Row. Uh, Harold O and uh, my buddy Brian Liu, they, it was just pictures that they took uh, of shows, and then the stories they they wrote into they turned it into a book, and then these guys came on, hey, let's make this into a documentary. So then they did it that way, and that's when they brought in all the interviews with all the bands that that were a part of that scene, and me getting me and my wife being able to go to the premiere in San Francisco which was a private event. Um, uh, shout out to Lars Ulrich from Metallica. He's the one that gave me the tickets to go. I don't know him, but uh, I I won those tickets to go. <laughs> I didn't know it was him at first until I got there when I was talking to my friend Brian. He goes, oh, man, Lars was the one that was telling me that he was giving those tickets, tickets away. He goes, I'm glad that you got them because Brian was like, yeah, I'm glad you got them. Because you were there with us during all this. So it was it was just awesome to go to that. But uh, finding out about Bay Area Godfathers, I just found out about it the other day. And I was like, what? How come I don't know nothing about this? So then uh, I watched it. And it was pretty good. It came out last year. It's only an hour and a half. Um, I know it's streaming on Amazon, but you can uh, either rent it or buy it. Um, it's on DVD uh, form, so I- I'm just going to order that and uh, so I can have it here a part of my my Bay Area Thrash collection, other than the CDs and the cassette tapes that I have. And everything. So, I mean, I, I just that was probably other than the Mortal Kombat. I think that was more of the of, the, of cool of a week because it was just pushing fifty, and I'm sitting there watching this, going, "Wow, man, that was fun." Uh, <laughs> when uh, when all this was going on, <laughs> right? So, I mean, it's a good lesson for all you young thrashers out there that are just now getting into heavy music and everything. Definitely watch all those and go back and learn uh, your history. On everything, I'm not saying that what's going on today is garbage, um, but I just don't listen to a lot of the new stuff. There is some new bands that I do enjoy, but I, uh, I, I gear back to all the old stuff that uh, that I grew up listening to, and it's it's cool that a lot of those bands are still playing. Mainly the the um, the bigger ones like Exodus and Death Angel and Violence just got back together a couple years ago. And all that they're still playing. Um, so, but there, there's some other bands that uh, tried to get back, but just never really came back. I mean, you got Wrecking Machine, uh, Epidemic, Horde of Torment, The Laughing Dead, uh, Defiance, 
and Slambodians and a bunch of other bands that I grew up listening to. They did try to come back, but there's just no one. The diehard fans like us were there, but there was other yeah. other other people that uh, just didn't care and they just didn't didn't want to continue to do it, which sucks. I mean, I wish all those bands I mentioned would come back. But yeah, if you guys are into that type of music, definitely check out that documentary. Well, after all this shit, man, maybe uh, maybe more older bands will get back together and make it work, you know, just for the thrill of, of hitting the road again finally, you know? I hope so. I mean, I I couldn't even tell you the last show I went to before everything fell apart. Yeah. But um, it, I do see bands still playing. I mean, the, everyone was doing the live stream stuff. And yes. Not the same, is it? Uh, it's good to see them playing, uh, playing the old songs and everything. Because a lot of my friends' bands did do it, and mm-hmm. but yeah, it's not the same being there. Um, I would like to have been there, even if I was standing in the corner, <laughs> just to be in there to, to see it. Uh, but I give it to those the, the, those guys that are out there playing. That set up in a parking lot or set up at a at a skate park. Those old school skate punk bands. Hey man, we're gonna play right here. Come down, and all those little kids show up. And have a good time. Um, I, I I don't know if I'd be jumping around with all the little kids, but I'd stand in the background and watch these guys play. So, but but if you, if you guys have a band and you guys are doing that, I mean, more more power to you guys. Right on, keep on rocking. Yeah, we'll we'll see it again, man. We'll see it again. Um, in the meantime, Brian, we got some headlines. Yeah, a lot of TV news. Uh, excited about this first one because I was a fan of the the first two seasons but um david fincher's in talks to bring mindhunter back for oh you season. love that show yeah i was i was late to it mm-hmm. and when i just i was like fuck it i needed something to watch and put it on and i just <clears throat> binge through the first two seasons like in a couple days mm-hmm. so i'm um, i'm excited that it's coming back uh, david you got fincher it? Is yeah. there a part of that one? Did you see Mank? No. <laughs> What's that? Uh, it, um, was he the one that did that one? Um, it's a movie that's nominated for for best picture. I think he is a part of that. Um, let me see. The one with Gary Oldman, black and white. Oh, uh, is it on Netflix or something? Yeah, yeah. David Fincher directed that one. Um, I I fell asleep. <laughs> Theo watched it. He said it was no good. What but, is it uh, about? Um, from what 19, you remember? Uh, in, in, this I'm reading this on the internet on uh, Google. In 1930s Hollywood is uh, revolted through the revolted through the through the eyes of uh, scratching wet and alcoholic screenwriter Herman J. Mankiw. I can't remember if it's his Mank. <laughs> As he races to finish Citizen Kane, the guy that made Citizen Kane. Uh, I, I love Gary Oldman and uh, Amanda Seyfried or whatever her name's. I yeah, I love her too. But I don't know. It just wasn't the story. Wasn't there for me. It wasn't good enough to keep me awake. <laughs> so I, I fell asleep. But uh, Theo said he he powered through the whole thing, and he was like, "Oh my god, it was no good." So. And it's rare that he ever says something is no good. So I, I can, I can believe him. Theo is a guy that likes everything. <laughs> so, he, he loved Wonder Woman eighty four. That was his favorite superhero movie last year. That, <laughs> that yeah. guy was defending 
Pedro Pascal. Oh, only because of the Mandalorian. That's that's the only reason. But yeah, when he says something's bad, I gotta it, believe it. it. But it's I really had, bad, huh? I still had to watch it. Did you watch all the Oscar movies, Lance? Uh, the only one I need to see is Mank. I'm going to check that out tomorrow when AJ's at work uh, in time for the show uh, tomorrow night. But I've seen pretty much every everything in almost all the categories except you know short films and that kind of stuff. What did you think of uh, A Promising Young Woman? Uh, that was my favorite favorite movie of all of them. It, it, it won't win. I think Carrie Mulligan well, will win seen that Best one. Actress. Do you, you saw, saw that it, one Brian? Too? Yeah. I, oh, shit. I've seen an Oscar movie. Yeah, that one was, that think, one was good. <laughs> that was really good. But my uh, pick, my pick would be uh, uh, Minari. I, I really liked that one. Ah, uh, it was but you, more like meh. No, I liked it. Me, I, mean, I, I liked it. Uh, shout Sound out to metal. God damn it, Nez, I'm with you, man. That ain't metal music. <laughs> um, what metal? <laughs> rewatching it again, I think it was more the the sound that he had in his ears. I think so too. After yeah, that, that operation. Type sound or whatever. Yeah, I think that's why that that was sound of metal. Because when when you see the poster, it's him playing the drums. Right. I was thinking this ain't not metal music. Yeah, <laughs> but, <not> metal. <laughs> the, the movie was good. Everyone, it's streaming movie on Amazon. Was good. Movie was good. I liked uh, I liked Anthony Hopkins' performance in The Father. That was um, good, but it was. But, I, go ahead, man. I'm no, sorry. it was. Uh, I mean, I enjoyed it. I mean, Depressed. Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. It but, was kind of borderline feel good, depressing movie, but it was good. I'm not saying don't watch it, but it was wasn't my cup of tea. On my on my Oscar pick pick that I did, I could not pick between him and Chadwick though, man, because some of the things Chadwick Boseman said in that role he played, and then considering what happened right after the movie, he, I mean, he, he looked like he was very sick in in the movie, so I'm sure he knew something was going down. Oh, but. that one nominated. Uh, he's nominated for Best Actor, so I, oh, I, I, I'm going to have I've, trouble between him and Hopkins. But I, I think I've I seen just, two now. Getting up I, did, I didn't see that one, but he did win the, the gold. It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix, so it's free. Well, you still got to pay, but it, yeah, <laughs> you got to check it out, man. What do you Actually, think of Nomad? No, Nomad I love Nomadland. That's my pick. I think that one's going to win. Because it's like the most socially relevant. Because they're that, that it's a real thing, man. There's people that live like that right yeah. now. Yeah, I mean, it was it, it was it was a slow burn, and it, and it was depressing. But um, I liked it. I again, my, Minari is my pick. But if um, if Nomadland wins, I, I won't be mad. Won't uh, be mad. Promising young woman, that was awesome. But I yeah, I don't think that would win. But if it does, cool. Um, I, you never know. I, I don't think so, though. Because um, Nomadland won the best picture at Golden Globes, so it, it's usually kind of mirrors that. Sometimes, that's not all the time. Freak. It does. That's and true. Brands but that's my, that's my pick, and I think that one's going to win. I, and I think she'll win Best Actress. Because uh, the director won Best Director at Golden Globes, so I kind of I kind of see her winning again. So okay. I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. see. We'll see. All right. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, news. Are you done with yours? Because I only got one thing. Uh, no, I got a few more things. All right, go for it. Uh, Lionsgate is developing an American Psycho TV series. Okay. Sure. Why not? <laughs> uh, let's see. Next. The 
<laughs> the Walking Dead's final season will begin August 22nd, and they will stretch it out for years. Again, next. <laughs> I'm still hanging in there, man. Don't ask me how. Rob Zombie's ru- rumored reboot of the Monsters could end up on the Peacock. So it's a real thing. It's still rumored. That's how they're going to get you to to buy the commercial-free version, Ness. Uh, <laughs> upgraded, the, everyone. It, it, get, upgrade. <laughs> if you, hey, if you get the the, ver, the version with commercials, uh, uh, Grandpa says fudge every five <laughs> seconds. <laughs> and if you get the if you get the pay when he it, it goes full Rob Zombie mode, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of Netflix. Uh, Ryan Johnson is directing two Knives Out sequels for Netflix with Daniel Craig returning. I like and it. Th- this is where they raise our rates again. I'm predicting. <laughs> you keep saying it. Because Every week they, you say they're going to raise it a dollar. And, well, they, and they do. They, an estimated uh, amount they paid for this is between 450 and $469 million. Oh, Was it that good? I mean, it was all on the top ten list, right? Yeah. And it says uh, Ryan Johnson and Daniel Craig are probably going to walk away with this with with an easy $100 each. Well, I guess they deserve it. I mean, after all, Ryan Johnson gave us some great Star Wars moments, right, guys? Oh, fuck. Yeah, we're still talking about it. Uh, All these years later. I hate him for that. But I did like (laughs) Knives Out. (laughs) Okay, uh, the Forever Purge, allegedly the final Purge movie, gets a new release date of July second. I, th- I thought it had already come out. <laughs> Did they didn't wrap it up with the movie with the TV series. <laughs> uh, and finally, uh, I, th- I think I reported on here a little while back that Neil Blomkamp was making a secret horror movie during the pandemic. Uh, might as well, everyone else is. It is called Demonic, and IFC Midnight has snatched it up, and it will be coming out August 20th. Is it going to be better than Songbird? Oh, I haven't uh, even seen that. Y'all, like, y'all turned me off that one. I like Neil Blomkamp. I like uh, District 9 and Chappie, and I thought uh wasn't his best one out of the three, but I, I still liked Elysium. That was good. Yeah, they I, were all those were good, I thought. I have not seen Chappie. Um, <sighs> everyone's telling me it's good. I just haven't seen it yet. I'm going to tell my wife on you again. <laughs> she, Lance, you've seen the rundown, right? With The Rock? Yeah, of course. Nez has well, never I, seen it. I haven't seen it. It's coming. Hey, it's, it, Amazon's bringing it to me. So it's it, coming. It needs, to, it needs to come on to the, uh, the action returns. <laughs> oh, it's coming. As soon as I get it, <laughs> it'll be a special uh, episode as soon as I watch it. <laughs> but um that's all I got. Uh all right. Um Star Wars news. Oh, Ryan Johnson's coming back. I know it should be horror, but Star Wars news. Uh Star Wars Andor um currently filming in Essex. Nice. Uh, new report was revealed that the Disney Plus television series Star Wars Andor is currently filming in Essex in the United Kingdom. So far the Rogue One prequel series is filmed in London. Um, there's pictures of it on uh, Star Wars news, StarWarsNews.net, um, but these are pictures like if you and I, hey, they're filming Star Wars over there. Let's take pictures. You can't see anything, but you can yeah, see just a big wall, huh? They're they're setting up as some old re- refinery type of thing. Cool. Um, 
the thing, the only things you can really see are the big giant blue screens that they got. So obviously, plenty of CGI and everything for for what they're filming there. So I mean, I can't wait for that one. Uh, this is the story of uh, Cassian Andor. Uh, yeah, we already know his demise if you saw Rogue One, but this is he always had that interest of because um, he had he has said something in the movie. He's like, I was born into this war. And that's okay. all he's known. So I assume this is going to be the earlier years of Cassian Andor leading to uh, how he looked in the movie. So uh, I'm sure they'll do flashbacks and everything and then whatever. And it's going to lead right up to probably the beginning of Rogue One, which is cool. So uh, I'm excited for this one. I did like uh, his character. Um, I wish they would do a prequel story to... Uh, True and Bays, um, I I would love that. Um, Donnie Yen and I can't remember the other guy's name. I would really like to see them because if Donnie Yen's kicking ass more in that, yeah, he kicked oh, yeah. ass in Rogue One, but I'd want to see more uh, of that. And oh, still brings me to tears <laughs> when when uh, when he went out. I was like, well, they oh. all went out. <laughs> yeah, that, that was that was my favorite one of my favorite movies though in the it in the universe. Good. Mm-hmm. So it's cool. I mean, I like that they're they're doing this, and now they got that platform Disney Plus to do it. Um, might as well. I mean, I can't wait for Obi Wan yeah. when when that comes out. We get the Book of Boba Fett in December. Uh, Badge Batch is getting ready to come out. Uh, the animated series. Uh, speaking May, of May fourth, right? Yeah, uh, next week or no, two weeks. Um, the other thing, if you guys have not, if you guys have Disney Plus and, and you're a Star Wars fan, if you have not seen. The original Clone Wars stuff series that was on uh, uh, Cartoon Network, not the right. ones, not the new ones, uh, the newer ones, not those ones, the ones that the, the ones that came out before. Uh, there's two seasons of it. They just put those on Disney Plus, and they're awesome. Animation is cool. The only thing that sucks is the first season. The episodes are only like two or three minutes, so you can get through it pretty quick. Two or three minutes. Yeah, but the little bit that they sh- they made was awesome i can't remember exactly how many episodes there is uh the second seasons the the episodes were a little bit longer i want to say 10 10 minutes five to ten minutes i think but it was good what i loved about that that those are the ones that they dropped because they couldn't give us the whole clone war story before revenge of the sith this is all in between attack of the clones and revenge they they couldn't they couldn't do they didn't have time that's why they gave us these little uh, a few minute snippets uh, that came on. When it came on, they came on like every night for like a week. Okay. So it was it was a good build up to show us quick little snippets of what happened before Revenge of the Sith started. Because when that movie started, it dove right into the Clone Wars. The war was already going. So this these these ones are kind of like the beginning stages. Uh, everyone shines. Yoda, um, uh, Anakin, uh, mm-hmm. Obi Wan, uh, Mace Windu. They all shine, even some of the other um, okay. some of the other Jedi's that, that didn't uh, didn't shine at all. But it, it was it was a cool a cool series. Uh, so if you guys have not seen those or this is the first time you're hearing them, but I'm sure you already have, they're all on Disney Plus now. So definitely give those a watch. Even the Boba Fett animated uh, story, which was actually the very first appearance of Boba Fett. Um, from the from the, the Christmas special, right? Yeah, from the '78 holiday special. <laughs> they did they didn't put the whole thing on there, just that <laughs> animated part. <laughs> uh, what I loved about that was it was it just reminded me of the animation from that movie Heavy Metal. Uh, that yes, it, 
it was it was like that style so i really loved it uh it was cool um if you want to see the holiday special and you haven't seen it it's on youtube and in all its glory <laughs> i love it ha- have at it it was good in 78 for a little seven-year-old nez i still uh, i still like it man <laughs> I, I i have it <laughs> it's corny corny <laughs> as hell right yeah it is with itchy it, it, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Lumpy. Uh, yeah, Lumpy. Son. <laughs> Chewy's son. <laughs> and and the great Art Carney and uh, oh, everyone else that was in there singing and dancing. <laughs> uh, but we, I was glad we got to see Princess Leia. Uh, we love you. Rest in peace. She had a musical number and sucked that she didn't sing in any of the other movies. But yeah, uh, I know it was supposed to be horror, but yeah, that was my Star Wars moment. <laughs> well, since we're off uh, non-horror news, did you guys check out the Shang-Chi trailer, the new Ooh. Marvel movie? Uh-uh, haven't seen yes. it yet. I what? am ready. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Anybody good in it? Everybody. Bunch of nobodies I've never seen. <laughs> really? It, it's a it's a heavy Asian, Asian-American cast. Okay. Uh, you know Aquafina, she's in it. She's yeah. got. She sneaks into everything, right? Yeah, um, but yeah, uh, give me my martial arts Marvel movie and uh, give me the real Mandarin as a villain, not not the Iron Man three. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, I'm excited. There was a lot of lead ups to that. Um, mm-hmm. the, the dealing with the ten circles or the ten rings ten or whatever. Rings. Yeah. Ten rings. <laughs> I didn't notice it until I was watching this video. Oh, this guy breaking the the, the trailer down. Yeah, there's a. Uh, I know. Um, not sorry to cut you off, but um, that first Ant Man movie, those guys that was trying to buy the the pin particles, they yeah. had the, okay. the tattoos on on them. Yeah, oh, shit. That ties into this. Yeah, the, throughout a lot of the movies, there was people that had that that insignia or that tattoo on them. And I was like, "What? I I didn't know that. I, I must have not been paying attention. Damn. I caught the one in Ant Man, so mm-hmm. I, I kind of knew that was coming. But I mean, the trailer they they showed us uh, was pretty cool. I thought they were gonna lead into um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, the finale. I thought that was gonna lead into into this, into Shang Chi or Shang Chi. I thought it was gonna lead into that, but it 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 didn't. They could have." Because uh, dealing with um, Madam Hydra, she was had the dealings with them and everything. And if if I can remember right, don't don't quote me or don't scream at me if I'm wrong. But somebody the, is if you I'm, are. I'm just gonna scream at you if you spoil anything, man. Because I'm only two episodes in. No, I mean it's just it's something. Like, it, <laughs> she was supposed to have that appearance in uh, the movie we should have got years ago, um, Black Widow. But then they moved her up into this. So I'm like, huh, okay. Black Widow, just put it out. I mean, it's, it's coming July. It should have been out a year ago. Yeah. I mean, why do they keep pushing it? It was supposed to be May, and then they pushed it to July. And I'm like, well, at least it's, uh, they're still, they're still hoping on getting more people in the theaters. I think that's why they pushed it to July. But then they, they also said it's going to be on Disney. Plus. Yeah. So just, they're just trying to make money. That's the can't, only reason. Can't blame them for that. that. Um, but yeah. I'm just like, that'll, come on, just just put it out. That'll go see. up a dollar too, Brian. Because it, it already did. It, yeah, it did. <laughs> this is a story that, that happened a long time ago. I think it was uh, after. Yeah, Soldier, but, or but one, I, one, I, after I, one of the Captain America movies. 
it's uh after civil war yeah civil war but i think this is there's going to be stuff that that sets up other things there better be and i they bet they better not kill taskmaster off in this movie they kill everybody they kill everybody off in, oh, in don't, these don't things. say that no i'm just saying that's, no. what, they, that's what they do um what you call they push that back doctor strange some like wasn't that supposed to be out before Spider-Man? Because Spider-Man comes out in December. Mm-hmm. But then oh, they push they move it, move it back to next year. Yeah, yeah. I'm like you motherfuckers. I mean, well, I'm excited. Know, for they know Spider-Man. what they're doing. They know what they're doing. Just give us Doctor Strange like you were supposed to, and because from that the multi-universe of madness was. This is what we want. I'm not really sure what they're doing. We're we're always wrong when we're guessing, but. That's supposed to lead into, uh, I guess, this multi-universe. So that's this is rumors and everything on, of them bringing Venom and all that into the MCU and bringing in the X-Men, bringing in Fantastic Four. I, I don't know. This is just what fans are saying. Um, I kind of agree the, with the Tom Hardy it. one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That, that that's they said this is the way they're gonna do it. <laughs> Rumors, everyone. Don't quote me on any of this. I'm not, yeah, I doubt I that. I doubt that'll happen, man. I don't, you never know. You never uh, if know. Sony has their way, yeah, they'll bring all that shit over. Sure, because they'll make they'll make their money off of it. Because they want to bring they want to bring Spider Man into that Venom universe, and if they do that, then Venom's in in the MCU. I mean, right. It, just, yeah, just, there's no going back once you once you I, cross over like that, right? I wouldn't mind if they just did how they're doing the Batman. Just have a different... Different actor, different story, yeah, huh? Yeah, keep Tom Holland over... Dane DeHaan. Dane DeHaan. There you go. Leave him out. We've seen him already. And that was Dane, no... go take a nap. Yeah, <laughs> that was no good. All right. You, get, you guys ready for the trailer part? Yep. All right, Brian is bring us the big, the small, uh, and the very, very weird, right? Yep, one trailer is probably the biggest, uh, definitely the biggest horror trailer that came out this week. Finally came out, and that was the Conjuring. The devil made me do it. Let me read this lengthy synopsis. The Devil Made Me Do It reveals a chilling story of terror, murder, and unknown evil that shocked even experienced real-life paranormal investigators Ed and Lorraine Warren. One of the most sensational cases from their files, it starts with a fight for the soul of a young boy, then takes them beyond anything they'd ever seen before to mark the first time in United States history that a murder suspect would claim demonic possession as a defense. (laughs) This stars Vera Formiga. Yes. Sexy, sexy, sexy. Uh, Patrick Wilson. Uh, Julian Hillard is the boy in this. He is in a lot of shit. Julian he, Hillard? Yeah, he was the little boy with the glasses in The Haunting of Hill House. Huh, okay. And he was one of the uh, Wanda and Vision's twins in WandaVision. Oh, he was, huh? That's yeah. what I knew him from, okay. Yeah, he's making a little career for himself. Can't can't blame him. Yep, uh, Shannon Cook, uh, Eugenia Bondurant, Lance. She was uh, the creepy lady in Fear of Rain, the neighbor. Ah, okay. 
and uh, other other people that I don't know are in this. Uh, this is direct. See, this is the the one part that kind of gets me. This is directed by Michael Chavez. He did the Curse of La Llorona. Uh, some people a, like that though. I didn't. I didn't either. Yeah, I didn't either. <laughs> <laughs> but some people did. Uh, Philip would get a kick out of this. Uh, James Wan is involved only as a producer. As a producer. Well, hey. what did you guys think? I'm, I'm interested in the story, and I see reading through the cast list of some of the people I don't know. There's going to be, they list them as witches, so there's going to be witchcraft and stuff oh, involved. Oh, cool! So I think right. that's pretty I like cool. that idea. But this this guy that did the Curse of Lila Rona, I, <laughs> I'm kind of worried. Yeah, you worried, huh? Yeah. I mean, the trailer looked pretty good. It looks like, you know, more of what we're used to in the first two movies. Yeah, so did La Llorona. You know? The trailer looked good, too. Did it, though? I I was in. Then I was, I too. The, then I saw the movie, and then I was out. Yeah, I like, I like that scene where they were on the cliff, and it looked like she had maybe gotten possessed or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then uh, something grabbed at her foot. What would you think about that, Naz? Um, I just had to watch it while we we're talking. Um, I did watch it earlier. Um, I, I'm in. I mean, I I didn't. I wasn't sure if James Wan uh, directed this or not. Of course, he's he's got to have something right. to do with it. But um, I'm in only because of the Warrens. Uh, we've only gotten really just two movies of them when it was them through the whole thing. Uh, the little bit that they popped up in um. That last uh, Annabelle, that one was cool. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I liked that they were kind of, it was in their house. That one was cool. Um, the movie wasn't the greatest, but, um, and uh, I think that was the last one they were in, right? Yeah. I think so, man. It's been a couple of years, right? It yeah. was the, the two Conjuring movies and then that one. And I, they might have been like, one of the other Annabelle, it might have been in an end credit scene or something. Yeah, shown up after the credits, maybe. Yeah. All right. There's what one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight movies now. Uh, once this one comes out, uh, and they're all out of order because if you are watching all these films right. and and you try to put them in somewhat order, um, I'll put it in order really quick. The Nun is first, then Annabelle Creation, then Annabelle. The Conjuring, Annabelle Comes Home, The Curse of, excuse me, The Curse of La Llorona, The Conjuring 2, and then this one. Okay. Um, cool. I mean, I was hoping that they were going to do, um, give us that story when they went into the Amityville house. I mean, yeah. Not I much. was too, man. I was looking forward to that as well. I, I think it's it's been done too many times. That's why they didn't really touch it. I mean, they weren't they weren't in there that long, and I don't think anything really happened. Other than the, what they showed us in uh, the beginning of Conjuring 2, which was cool because that one led into The Nun. <sighs> and then we saw that one. Um, but, I mean, I'm in. I mean, this it's their movie, so they're in it all the time. And Vera Formiga, I get to see her more than just a couple minutes. Yes. Um, yes. So uh, I'm, I'm all in. Um, from what I understand, this one takes place in 1980 or 81. Uh, in the movie, so is this the case where the guy was claiming to be a werewolf or a wolf or something? <laughs> Come on, man. that one. Oh, 
That was in that uh, no. third Annabelle movie, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't know, oh, man. <laughs> These are all based on true true cases, right? Yeah, it's like I said in the synopsis. Uh, that that part does has me interested. That it was the the first right. murder suspect to claim demonic possession as a defense. Well, I try it right. See if you can get away with it. I guess I don't know. Well, was is this before um, the guy from the Amityville Horror? Um, is it DeFeo? Ronnie DeFeo? Is it before that one? I don't know. I would have to. I thought that one took place in the. 70s. That was yeah, in the that 70s. was all like early 70s, I think, right? So, I'm just looking at something on here. This said uh, this this movie's taking place in 80 or 81. Yeah, so this must have been one one of their later cases then. Yeah, because that Ronnie DeFeo one was in the 70s. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. I'm, I maybe right. maybe we'll, get, we'll see. Maybe, we'll give maybe, it we'll give it a chance, right? Maybe we're getting our um timelines uh, messed up, but. Um, speaking of DeFeo, did you guys do you guys have Discovery Plus? It's not like you don't need another streaming service. I'm not I'm not paying for that one. <laughs> I, I have it. Did you watch that Amityville Horror House? I was going to. I haven't watched it yet. Should check it out. It was pretty good. Okay. Um, a lot of it I already knew, but there was some new stuff that they added to it that I didn't know. So I was like, ah, okay. So now I got more of a story. I mean, I'm really fascinated with that whole thing. I eventually want to go. I want to see the house. Will I go in? No, but I want to see it. <laughs> so I thought I thought you'd already been there, Naz. No, I and I haven't. I haven't been there. Okay, been, some a couple of people have been there, and they said the windows are all different now. They don't look like uh, eyes anymore. Yeah, they they changed that uh, uh-huh. years back. But it's so. What's the, the point, right? I just want to see it. I mean. Will I get that feeling like that lady did in the first movie? I don't know, but I I just want to see it just to go. Okay, I I seen it. I mean, just to get my little horror fix. I mean, I've been to the Overlook Hotel, not the one in Colorado, the one in Oregon, the the one from Kubrick's movie. I've been there. Ah, the, where they actually filmed it. Just the outside. The inside okay. does not does not look like that inside. I've, I've been I've been to the Stanley Hotel, the one in um in Colorado. Colorado. Yeah, I've been to. Uh, the Myers house, the the original one from the first okay. Halloween. Uh, I've been to uh, Silver Shamrock, the the, the warehouse. <laughs> the little with town. <laughs> yeah, I've been there. <laughs> I've been to Salem's Lot. Yeah, I've been there. Um, that house isn't there. It was just a front, but I was there. <laughs> um, you were there. Did you go where they made the stuff and loaded it into those uh, trucks? Uh, I've been. I went there. I mean, it, it's. It doesn't look like that behind it. Well, I'm if sure it did, it doesn't. if it did, it doesn't look like that now. <laughs> it's right. it's an abandoned and it's run down. But uh, if you see it, you're like, oh fuck, that silver shamrock. I mean, I I love it. <laughs> so, but yeah, I love. I just have a fascination on going to places that they filmed uh, movies that I love, horror movies. Uh, I'm eventually gonna get to um, Jersey to the camp where they filmed Friday Thirteenth. Mm. Uh, I want to do that. I want to do one of those tours. I don't know if you get to spend the night there, but I want to go there just to to go to Crystal Lake. I think you can. You can. They do it every year. They just started doing them again, but those tickets sell out like that. So uh, I don't know. Hopefully, uh, I always say this, maybe next year. Um, I don't know how many times they do the tour a year, but um, they can't do it during the summer only because it's an actual working summer camp, Mm. a Boy Scout camp. So 
uh, whenever they do it, hopefully I'll get over that at some point. And that, that seems like a really bad idea. What to go there? To have it open as a as a boy as a uh, Boy Scouts camp. Oh man, <laughs> I, I never got diddled in my years as a Boy Scout. My son didn't either, so uh, I'm all right. <laughs> but, all right, uh, let's uh, let's get away from that topic. We moving, uh, we moving on, Brian. Yes, The Conjuring: The Devil Made Me Do It in theaters June 4th, and also HBO Max. Well, here's right. a question. And, uh, are you guys going to watch it at home or the theater? I know you've probably. braved the theater already, Lance. Yeah, I'm probably going to gonna gonna go with the theater, man. I will probably be at home because the theaters that I frequent are still closed. Uh, we have one open up here, but it's kind of out of the way, and I don't like them. <laughs> hey. And plus they, they charge, overcharge on everything. But But doesn't everybody, right? Yeah, well, the theater I go to, uh, they offer their own movie pass. So for 20 bucks a month, I can watch a movie every day. Well, that's uh, it's not too bad, man. I've got, you know, the AMC thing. I, I think I can see four movies a week. So I don't I don't think I've ever gone over my my limit yet. You know, yeah. See, if I if I got the plan at the other theater that on that's open right now, mm-hmm. I, I think I pay about the same thing and get. One ticket. One ticket a month? Yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> but if I don't, I don't if blame I don't, you. If I don't use it, it'll carry over to the next month, and then I'll have two tickets. Ah, uh, at a, at a low, low, low twenty dollars each, huh? Yeah. So, but the, uh, the Cinemark uh, deal is like that. That's who I'm talking about. Yeah, um, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want to shout them out. Ah, uh, yeah. Hey. Might as well just get CBS All Access, or should I say Paramount Plus now? I already have it. So do Bill's I. not here. Okay. <laughs> Y'all ready for some listener feedback? Yep. Hit it. All right. Uh, this week we shine the podcast spotlight on Ket and Kim Stay Alive. Maybe. Uh, what do you get when two best friends and horror movie fans convince themselves that they would definitely be the final girl at the end of the movie and never be the girl running up the stairs when she should be running out the front door? You get Kim and Ket Stay Alive. Maybe. Each episode, Kim Burns and Ketrin Porter choose a different horror movie and three very scientific, not really scientific, totally indisputable, <laughs> very, very disputable methods. Uh, and amidst hilarious tangents about their personal lives, uh, they determine whether they would be the ones to stay alive at the end. Sounds fun. I've, I've never listened to this one, but I might give it a go. Yeah, they're fun. Uh re- oh, we, we, it goes on with our uh, Sawyer Massacre Indiegogo campaign, Brian. Um, <clears throat> we put another posting in the Facebook group, and Steve Merlo says thanks so much. So I'm assuming he's somehow connected to this uh, endeavor. Yeah, I believe he is the the guy making well, the trying to trying to get the money together so he they can film this where it needs to be filmed in Texas. Well, Steve Merlo, you guys get the money together and come guest on the show. And Lance will get a small part as a victim in your movie. <laughs> I'm happy to. I'll I'll be the first one out. <laughs> I'm I'm <laughs> just to be in the movie, be worth it. Um regarding this uh, bizarre poster that Brian somehow found somewhere for Event Horizon 
Uh, Kate Pollock says, that's awesome. It is. What poster is she referring to? Um, I like to find these uh, these art posters, different artists do, and post them in the group and the other social media pages. And uh, it was a pretty good uh, art print of uh, Event Horizon, which well, I just picked up the Scream Factory Blu-ray and didn't know that they never were able to find the missing uh, scenes that was supposed to be put in there. Wait, what movie is this? I'm sorry. So Event, Event Horizon. Oh, so it's just the same one as the first go-around? Yeah, I'm just kind of bummed. Oh, Because okay. uh, they, they had to cut a lot out to, to get it to an R rating. And I, apparently, I guess yes, that put it, it's gone forever. That's what they, they said. They lost it. Well, yeah. More uh, more talk about some artwork Brian's posted uh, regarding a poster for Psycho Gorman. Mike Batchelor says, an animated series with this type of art as the art style would be epic. I don't. I would go with that. You think they'll do an animated Psycho Gorman? Um, I see another movie first, but I, I can see mm-hmm. this being like an adult animated series. That would be pretty cool. There's so many streaming services now, right? So it could be anywhere. Mm-hmm. Anyone. Uh, Rodnet Wilder Jr. posts, Thanks for adding me to the group. Been listening to the podcast for a few months now, and I finally remembered to join the community. I'm stoked to be here. Also, I come bearing gifts. Here is a horror movie haiku for Girl on the Third Floor, a movie I really wish I'd enjoyed more than I did. <laughs> And we're not going to spoil it. You can find the haiku on their Facebook group page. I, I like that movie. Yeah, I, I liked it too. That the one with CM Punk. Yeah. Yeah, same He's... director as the movie you guys checked out last week, right? Yeah, that he was also in for two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and here's an uh, Jason Bradford post. Head over to, for this Q and A if you're a Texas Chainsaw Massacre fan. A new film is in the works. Now, is that having to do with the one we talked about earlier? Uh, no, I, they are making a new one. Um, what's his name is executive producer and kind of overseeing it. Uh, Fede Alvarez. Ah, yeah, he's he's a master. And uh, from what I understand, it's already got its rating. So it's uh, it's going R. So it's going to be some gore and violence in there. It's going to be better Hopefully. than Leatherface. I'm sure they can't get any lower. <laughs> All right. Well, wait, wait, I stand corrected. There was uh, The Next Generation. <laughs> which I, I kind of like that one because it's so fucking bad and goofy. Mm. And Matthew McConaughey has a remote control for his knee brace for some reason. That was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get the Illuminati stuff, but All right. <laughs> Uh, Speaking of that, Brent Lance, you're the one that's closest to this place than we are. Have you been to the gas station yet? I, ne- I never have, man. I've um, I've heard about it. They had a hotel there for a while. I don't know if it's still there. Uh, it looks like it is, but I don't know if it's open yet because of everything that's going on. But yeah, everything's messed up still. You're the closest, man. You should have been the first one there. <sighs> guess you guys are just going to have to get on a Southwest Airlines uh, plane to meet me here. How far is uh, Bastrop, Texas? Bastrop? That's not far yeah. at all. That's near See? Austin. Why haven't you been to this place yet? 
damn it, Nez. Come on, you're the you're the <laughs> host I'm gonna of have a, to do it. <laughs> you're the host of a horror podcast, and you're you're there. <laughs> yeah, Bastrop's not far at all. When we drove through, we used to call it Bastard Drop for some reason. I mean, <laughs> not I'm far not, at all, man. It's between here and Austin. I'm not close to all these places I go to, and I make my way to them. Uh, and yet, I, you haven't been there yet. No, I want to. I didn't know how far it was. All right, it's um, close to us. So okay. next time you're here, we'll check it out. I right. apologize to any listeners in Bastrop. <laughs> calling you guys Bastard Drop. N- not me. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go here. I want to see it, and I want to get some barbecue. Um, it's open. I don't know if there's gas, in, but careful what's in the barbecue, man. I don't care. I'll still eat it. As long as there's salt and barbecue sauce, I'll eat it. There'll be plenty. <laughs> Yeah, when All I right. come down there, we'll go. Uh, Kate Pollock also posts, thanks to the legend that is Duncan McLeish, uh, both episodes of Eternal Darkness of Not-So-Spotless Minds are now up and running on all your usual podcast listening platforms, uh, including Apple. Thank you, Duncan. We owe you a drink or two. Uh, she might be getting in over her head with that one, knowing Duncan. <laughs> And Marcus Will Turner posts the long-awaited third... Oh, here ties into our uh, trailer. Long-awaited third and final chapter of The Conjuring Saga is coming, and we've got an epic trailer to get us ready for more throwback spooks and chills. Oh, I probably should have added that there's a comic book that's going to be released around the same time uh, called The Conjuring the Lover. I think it's going to be like a five-issue series and it's going to they said it's uh, basically a prelude to the to the movie and it's going to be released through DC's new uh comic label. Uh no, they started a new one called DC Horror. Ah, huh. okay. Well, it's the time to do it, right? Yeah. Are you stuck in their house, you might as well might as well create a comic book, right? Mhm. Uh and finally Tim Davis uh from Horror for Dummies says in case you needed more dummies in your life, we now have a YouTube channel, which Phil has been threatening to do to us. So check it out and make sure you subscribe. Uh, our show intro comes from Steve Carlton of the League of Geeks. Our artwork comes from Not Solani. If you want to help the show, please consider becoming a Patreon patron. Let you pick the movie for a future show. And at any amount, $5 or more, you also get to pick a commentary. Uh, if you get a chance, please give us a five-star Apple Podcast review. You may win a steelbook copy of The Shining, uh, or a copy of Psycho Gorman, or a copy of... Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter, because nobody's given us one in a while. So, come on, guys. We'll see what we have this next week. Um, but now it's time for our featured attractions. We're going to check out a, a brand new uh, Bloodthirsty, which is, I guess, a werewolf movie. We'll... We'll decide. Okay. As well as as well as Dog Soldiers, which is definitely a werewolf movie. Um, like ten minutes in, got werewolves running all over the place. So we'll start with the older film, Dog Soldiers. A routine military exercise turns into a nightmare in the Scottish wilderness. Director and writer Neil Marshall, also known for the descent and tales of Halloween. Uh, Neil Marshall chose to use dancers as the werewolves instead of the typical stuntmen in order to highlight their grace and elegant movements. Huh. Mm. Uh, The set was also designed size-wise to force the creatures to have to bend a bit upon entering, thereby highlighting their statuesque physiques. Uh, Simon Pegg was offered a part in this film but turned it down. 
after Edgar Wright asked him to uh, to be in his first horror or to save his first horror role for Shaun of the Dead, which we just uh, re-uploaded our Range 15 and Shaun of the Dead show. So go listen to that. Going way back. Such a long time ago. <laughs> yes, so much re-editing, but that's okay. <laughs> Music-free re-editing, Naz. I just got that still book for Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> What'd you think, man? Was it worth it? Oh, yeah, of course. The movie's awesome. My favorite one out of uh, everything that they've done. Uh, final piece of trivia. There's a clock on the wall in some scenes uh, that almost guaranteed continuity issues. So Neil Marshall smashed it to ensure the hands were always in the same spot and thereby not causing problems. Um, Naz, how, when did you check this movie out the, for the first time? Um... I assume so right after it came out, I would say. Um, well, whenever it hit DVD, that was the first time I had seen it. I, about, I didn't, about 20 years ago, right? It's been that long? 2002. So. Yeah. Oh, well, shit. So, well, like, all right, I guess uh, that long ago. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember exactly when, because one of my friends, he loves horror films as well. Right. Um, he's the one, dude. You gotta watch this movie. It, it's hella good. I'm like, okay, cool. I'll, I'll check it out. So I just rented it, and I thought it was good. I really loved what was happening. I loved the practical uh, wolf effects. Um, on this rewatch, I love the heads uh, of the werewolves, but the, the the tall, skinny bodies. I mean, it is what it was. What it was. I mean, they're the the werewolves and the, the howling were tall. But they were they were really hairy. Um, but I, I enjoyed it for what it was. Um, I'm glad it wasn't uh, American Roll from Paris CGI wolves because those were garbage. Those but, look like um, giant rats. <laughs> but um, but for what this was, I mean, I I based it on the the special effects. Um, I loved that, and then once all the the firing, the military. Uh, machine gun fights that first uh attack of the werewolves when they're when they're in that house cabin whatever it was uh i thought that was awesome um them just lose running out of bullets basically uh before the end of the film <laughs> but it, it was good i really enjoyed this one if, if you guys have not seen this is this streaming anywhere it was but they you can find it on youtube oh okay um, I got the first DVD, and I have the Scream Factory one. Um, I haven't watched any of the special features, but I, I, and I have it. But this movie's awesome. I mean, I, I enjoyed it the first time I had seen it in multiple times. Goddamn, 20 years? Yeah, I've seen it <laughs> throughout the years and, and this recent uh, watch. Um, this is definitely a, a werewolf film that if you have not seen or even heard, definitely check this one out because I, I really love this film. It's awesome. Yeah, Were, Werewolves start to finish, right, Brian? Oh, yeah. Uh, you want me to go? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I love this one. Um, I love the whole, the whole aspect of this uh, military unit that was only there for training, and they just basically, they're, they're in the shit now with these fucking werewolves and I love the the the, the gunfights and just uh, the hiding out in the house and <clears throat> excuse me and then um, the practical effects of the the werewolves. I, I like the way they looked. I I kind of do like the 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 bigger head, skinnier body. It's it's something a little different. 
Yeah, and, it looks uh, like a real wolf's head, right? Yeah, I, I do wish there was more of them. But from what I understand, they they had to use uh, the same wolves, I guess, because of a uh, budget. Because there's, there's supposed to be a, a yeah. lot of them, but they can only make like so many werewolves. Because, yeah, because it was uh, or was it wasn't it originally the one family, but then they started turning people or something like that. Yeah. So, and uh, I, I okay, I have a question for you guys. There, there is a line in the movie where the guy says, "They're she's he, they're trying to figure out what's going on," and the lady tells him that they're lycanthropes, werewolves. Yes. And one guy says. You're talking about like full moon, silver bullets, and eyebrows joined in the middle. So does does a <laughs> unibrow mean does a unibrow mean you're a I, werewolf? I never heard that one. I <laughs> this, haven't either. <laughs> this was a first. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the hell? Because I've seen some people with uh, unibrows. So I, I think like, maybe it's just thrown out there to be a funny line, you know? Yeah, and I have to say the British are on a completely different level of swearing. Than we are. Oh yeah, bollocks and constant salute you because they was letting it go. Um, I really enjoyed um, what is his name, the actor Sean Pertwee. Oh Uh, yeah, uh, I like when he shows up. Mm -hmm. I I love that scene where where they're they're trying to tend to his wounds and he's telling the one guy first he's telling him I love you, and then he was like oh I gotta knock you out and then he punches him and he's like oh hit me harder (laughs) you pussy. Yeah, well, he was drinking all that scotch whiskey, man. Come on. Oh, <laughs> uh, he was great in this, especially the scene where his guts are hanging out and the guy's like trying to put him back in. <laughs> right. And uh, <laughs> there were some pretty good actors in this, man. People that have gone on to pretty big roles. Sir Sir Davos, <laughs> you notice Sir Davos showed up, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> He he looked very young compared to how he looked in Game of Thrones for sure. The part the part that always makes me laugh in this movie is is the, is the first uh, when the first the werewolves first attack right in that house. Um, all right, I don't know how long the firefight was downstairs uh, when there the wolves were trying to come through the doors and the windows and there's just machine guns and everything oh, and man. pistols just making all the loud racket you got. But then when that one wolf goes upstairs and tries to go through the window and the sergeant was laying in the bed, how the fuck did he not hear any of that gunfire and explosions that was going know. on? <laughs> I mean, that might, have been, might have been a few continuity errors in here, <laughs> yeah. but it was a fun movie. It was funny because that that one was coming through the window and that dude ran up there and he was just letting it have it. And right. he's screaming, sergeant, wake up! And then he's still laying there. <laughs> but so then when he scotch whiskey. When he finally comes to, he's like, what? Ah, then he grabs his pistol and his machine gun and just starts blasting out, man. Uh, there's other funny parts in the film, but that one always made me laugh. I was like, how messed up are you to not hear any of that? <laughs> Especially when it's in the room with you. But mm-hmm. yeah, the whole movie's badass. Yeah. Um, Neil Marshall says there is a possibility of a sequel. 20, 20 years later, huh? Yeah, I, I don't know if it would deal with anybody from the well. I don't know if there's too many people that can come back, but I I would like to see something because uh, I wasn't too big on his last movie. What was it? Uh, what was his last one? Uh, the Reckoning? That, that, yeah, that was the one that we uh, 
uh, re- that was our first new movie of the year, right? Yeah. That we reviewed with the yeah. the, the witch. Yeah, he when he releases, he was teasing that there could be a a sequel to this one and a proper sequel to uh, the descent. Huh. Okay. Well, I guess we'll uh, we'll see what happens, man. You didn't like the second one? Yeah. All right. It was what it was. I mean, I I would have preferred the original ending instead of the the girl. Spoiler alert! You guys should have seen it. How she survived. I mean, I would have. I was happy with when she never never found her way out of of the cavern. So I would have been fine with that. But the descent too. Mm, it was what it was. I mean, I did enjoy it, but not as good as the first. But hey, you, you could tell it was a different director too. Yeah, totally. I mean, they give us another one. Might as well. Every other movie's doing it. Look at Halloween. <laughs> Dave. Yeah, re- just just remake this one, right? With younger uh, younger soldiers, right? Um, I don't know about a remake, but a, a sec a sequel. Yeah, I guess it could be right. Well, I mean <laughs> yeah. they they definitely destroyed they- that. They definitely destroyed that house. When they started breaking windows out and like shooting all around the house, I'm like, what more can they do to this house? Well, we we sure found out, didn't we? Yeah, I don't know. They remake everything. I bet you. You, you guys ever seen that movie, uh, Good Night, Mommy? Yeah. They're remaking that an American version, right? Yeah, with uh, Naomi Watts. They are. Uh, yeah. I could see her doing something like that. I mean, the first one was. Okay, I mean, it wasn't mm-hmm. wasn't the greatest. I mean, I saw the 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 twist right off, but uh, did you? Yeah, I mean, AJ would have seen it for I sure. I mean, look look how fast they remade uh, hashtag alive. Right. Uh, I know we talked about it. Um, did you like the remake? I like aspects of the remake. I f- I felt like the remake was kind of pointless. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was real. They put it out too quick. Um, I liked both of them, but um, I didn't like the way the remake ended. Yeah. Uh, that was only, that was my only problem with it. I didn't, I didn't like how it ended. But if they redo this one or give us a sequel, hmm, mm-hmm. why not? <laughs> I mean, I'll, we'll watch it. Might might be about due. I like the way I like the setup on this one. I like it. Kind of reminded me a, a little bit of Predator. Where you kind of get the unit out there, and then there's like a, a hunter somewhere out. But I I, I thought they were going to, because they said at first they were all shooting uh, blanks when their guns all had that yellow uh, part on the on the tip of each of the the rifles. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was going to play into the, um, the story somehow. But then you come to find out they've got all these, you know, live rounds of ammo anyway. So I guess it didn't, you know, go the way I thought it was going to. But I, I did like the setup. I mean, everything in it was was good. I mean, you can see that the the budget wasn't that high. If they had to oh, re you re only made certain amount of uh, werewolves. Um, mm-hmm. I was yeah. was there CGI in this at all? Didn't no. look like it. Yeah, and, and I would say you can also tell that the budget was low because we never got we never really got a werewolf transformation scene, and you know that's that's always oh, something you see. Yeah, he would he would dip below the table, uh, Sir Davos when he, after he got bit, 
kind of like then he'd come back up and he'd have the yellow eyes and the long fingernails and they'd dip under the table again and somebody were else like would looking, pop up as a werewolf. Yeah, somebody else <laughs> popped up. <in> it. <laughs> I, yeah, I noticed that. It was too, good the first, for what it was. Yeah, I noticed that too. And yeah, I mean, it was it was what it was. I mean, it was cool. Right. I mean, would we have liked to have seen a transformation? Sure, but mm-hmm. um, I, it was uh, it was what it was. It was good, man. They did what they had. That was the budget they had. They didn't have the CGI money or, or whatever. Or, and I'm sure it cost a million dollars just to to make this stuff. But to, yeah, I'm I'm totally convinced now. I'm, I'm not. I don't think I'm even gonna rant and rave about practicals and CGI because it, it has to be yeah. just way cheaper to just do CGI now. I guess so. It must be because everybody does it, right? But yeah. you need good, good CGI. Not. I mean, even some movies that that are new that just come out in CGI. Have you guys seen um that one with Megan Fox? Um. Oh, uh, Rogue. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah, Brian, we did it. Duh. Oh, well, I guess y'all seen it. <laughs> lots, that lots of CGI. C- that huh? CGI was terrible. No, I'm, I'm I'm looking it up right now. Uh, the he, guy that made that is making another one. With Megan Fox? No, it, it's... Hold on, let me... Uh, you know what they overdo with CGI is fire, right? Like, you can't even see a real fire in Hollywood anymore. Am, am I right? That and blood. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> looks like cartoons. Yeah, his, his the guy that directed that one. He has a new one called Endangered Species okay. with uh, Re- Rebecca Remain this time. Ugh. And Nez, check out the trailer because like the CGI. Uh, I think it was a rhinoceros. What's it called? Uh, Endangered Species. It looked really bad. Yeah. I'll, I think I'll just stick with Dog Soldiers, guys. Yeah, and Neil Marshall, if you remake it, just stay with Practicals. Something tells me he would. You know, yeah. I, I don't think he, I don't think he would kill this with CGI. At least I hope not. Uh, the only thing I know he did CGI was uh, that that Hellboy movie he did. I think that's the only thing he's there. There was there was a good amount of CGI in that. Yeah. That yeah. last one. Yeah. Yeah, that means he would. He would kill it. That was hella good. I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> <laughs> that movie was awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was full of CGI. Uh, give me Ron Perlman back. Uh, I was happy guys, with it. You guys ready for uh, scores on Dog Soldiers? Uh, yeah. Re- really quick. Oh, my God. The CGI in this endangered species does, oh, not, no. does not look good. Um, <laughs> I told you. A little step up, up from Rogue. <laughs> I'm going to pull it up. It it does not look good. Oh. I, I want to. That's why I want to watch it because it looks so, <laughs> it looks so bad. All right, we're gonna have to do this. <laughs> we so did this rogue. Like, why not? <laughs> and and I know Rebecca remains gonna come out looking like Megan Fox when you think she would be all dirty and just tore up, but nope. Oh, and her husband's in it, Jerry O'Connell. <laughs> yeah, but he's not playing her love interest, which is <laughs> kind of weird. All right, endangered species. <laughs> it's all C- CGI animals, huh? Yeah. I, I guess. <laughs> sure. Y'all, y'all ever seen that movie Zombies? Yeah. <laughs> is it like that? <laughs> 
Mm. Yeah, Zumbies is a little bit more entertaining. Yeah, I enjoy that more than... It was good to see Megan Fox shooting and running wild with dirt on her face, but... Right. Uh, it's, uh, it's go easy on the dirt on the face. It was a smudge. Yeah. <laughs> but the makeup never smudged. Yeah, I'm like you're uh, you're the leader or the the whatever she was of this little military unit, and you got makeup on. <laughs> they didn't focus on her thumbs either, so I guess that was good. Nope. I think she had gloves on. I I don't remember. I don't even know if I watched that again. <laughs> but <laughs> it was what it was. These guys look like they're in a drive-through safari or something. Is that is that what it's about? I guess. Yeah, I think they're on some kind of safari. Machine Gun Kelly liked them thumbs. I mean, I, I won't complain either, but <laughs> it's all right. All right, scores. Um, yes. Who went first? Me. Yep. Yeah. Um, nine. I'll give. It, I loved it that much. Damn. Yeah. Hey, you really liked it. All right. Practicals, man. You, you can't beat them. <laughs> it gets a hell of good. Yep, hell of. I will give it an 8.5. Damn. I like the practicals. I like the story. Um, I pretty much like the, the whole uh, military unit. I didn't, There was not nobody I, I hated. You know, and there there were some funny moments, like I said, which, uh, what was his name? Sean Pertwee. Um Oh, that one scene when uh, that guy throws up on Davos's head. Oh, that was awesome. <laughs> so there, there, there was a lot. There, there's a lot to like in this movie. So eight point five. Yeah, agreed, man. I'll, I'll give it a, I'll give it an eight on ten. It's uh, nice. definitely. I, I think it's my favorite Neil Marshall movie. Doomsday maybe a little bit more just because it went so batshit, batshit crazy toward the end with the. Middle Ages stuff and finding King Arthur's court and all that oh, shit. She, after- she, Rona Mitra should have been bigger than what she was or is. Is she is she still acting? I I don't remember the last thing I've seen her in. Haven't seen her in anything in a while, no. huh? Yeah, this this is up there, man. With what he had to work with, considering he stuck with practical effects, and in fact, I think some of the trivia that I I didn't mention it said he had an opportunity. Some people were. I guess trying to convince him to use some CGI, and he said no. So that good gives me definitely gives me more, more respect for it. Great, great acting, good setup. Um, like I said, you know, notes of um, notes of Predator or something like that with the army unit together and having to count on each other and lots of good humor. So we're off to a good start. Let's see if it continues. We're gonna talk about the brand new movie that I paid six ninety nine to rent today, Bloodthirsty. <laughs> Uh, Gray Gray is an indie singer who is having visions that she is a wolf. Uh, When she gets an invitation to work with notorious music producer B.I.G. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Uh, Vaughn Daniels. I'm sorry. Rest in peace. At his remote studio in the woods, she begins to find out who she really is, or does she? Uh, Director Amelia Moses, also known for Bleed With Me and Fear House. Uh, writers Wendy Hilltout and Lowell, who's the musician, apparently. Um, main actress Lauren Beatty. Any any relation to Warren Beatty? Do you guys know? It's our uncle. Really? Ned. No, I don't know. Oh, okay. about Ned Beatty. <laughs> we'll have to look it up. But she's definitely a Canadian actor, writer, musician, and sketch comedian. Uh, she is the co-founder of Humble, Humblecore.ca. 
and a proud member of the LGBTQ community and tends to gravitate toward uh, work made by and created for her community. So, Brian, bloodthirsty, man. What what made you pick this movie? Um, hold on. Before before you guys dive into it, I did not see it. And sorry, guys, I got, I got to leave this party. <laughs> okay. My, my grandson's here. It's all good. Um, so. I've got it rented on uh, iTunes. If you want to log in, it's good for 22 more hours. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do want to see this because we did see it. We, we watched the trailer a couple episodes back and we talked about it and I was interested, but um, I, I just didn't, I didn't have time to, to get into it. So, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad I, I came on the, to be with you guys so but um yeah i'm gonna cut this party short everyone but everyone thank you so much for listening and listen to the action returns we got uh, the first uh, 1995 mortal Kombat coming it should be out if not before this after whenever so either way nice. listen to it then listen to stream fiends we got belly or go back and listen to long riders and then so. you guys are going to cover an uh, the awesome annihilation right <sighs> okay yeah. <laughs> so. We are, but we're not excited. To. Yeah. Right. Uh, it is Legacy, it is. maybe. We, we don't know yet. But uh, <laughs> everyone, thank you so much. And uh, all right, brothers. I'll talk to you guys later. All right. All right. Later, Take man. care, Nez. Peace. All right. So, Blood Brian, you, you picked this movie for us, man. Yeah. It, it was. It, it, I'm trying to get us more new releases. And I remember a conversation before you had said you have not seen Dog Soldiers. So I was like, right. oh, perfect chance, you know, a werewolf perfect movie. Perfect timing, right? Yeah. So I picked it and I watched it. And it was a movie that I was kind of bored through majority of it. And it was so short, man, but it That's felt so long. what made me kind of mad. Yep. That it was just over an hour and twenty. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm seeing that that uh that runtime and I'm like, okay, they're 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 gonna get into this right away because there's yeah. there's there's no time to fuck around. That's what dog soldiers did, right? Like yeah. ten minutes into the movie you have full on werewolves running around in the woods, right? Yeah. And I I do like the story of her being this indie singer and having these visions, these, these feelings, you know, and she has to go to this guy to get help, which you already know this, this guy is kind of shady because I didn't know if he was also a werewolf or if he's a, just one of those kind of creepy touchy feely producer guys. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you think it was a coincidence that she was lesbian or that was just part of the story? I think they wanted to include it because of yeah. her her being a member of that community, which okay. I, I, didn't, I didn't mind it. You know, it, it, it was, you know, there was some nice scenes in there. You, you think it played into the story, though? I mean, the fact that she and like one of one of the songs she was singing, she was like, uh, boys make me feel suicidal or something like that. Yeah, I, I could see how it was played in there. Mm-hmm. But and I, then the the blood and everything, and maybe yeah. ties into menstrual cycle. I don't know, man. <laughs> I might yeah. be overthinking it. I mean, there uh, there's something here. I just yeah, I can I can. There probably is something here. It's just it. Whatever whatever they were trying to get across, it, it must have went over my head because it. There was nothing here that grabbed me. Yeah, I'm gonna and, I'm gonna agree with you. And 
it took so long to, to get to actual werewolf stuff. Yeah. That by that time I was probably completely checked out of the movie. And <laughs> when we when we got it, I wasn't really impressed. I mean, did we get it though, man? I mean, I mean sort of, kind of. Dream gotta, sequences and shit, shit like that. But I mean, I I mean, I, we'll do spoilers later, right? But yeah, I, I I give it up to the director Amelia Moses. Is that it? Uh huh. Um, th- I think this was her second feature that she directed and i I think actually i think it's her first full feature and i thought it was directed and and shot well and i didn't have a problem with none of the acting it's just the story just took too long to get there it neither took too long to get there or it was just completely over my head and when we got there i just i was i was already kind of just threw my hands up with it but I, I couldn't agree. I couldn't agree more, man. It looked it looked pretty. Yes. Um, it was very you know very well filmed. I thought that you know, and you could tell it was kind of a lower budget movie. And yeah, I think I think the set design for what you got was was you know above what you would expect for the amount of money that they spent on it. And I like the fact that a lot of it happened in the snow, where you kind of feel like you're isolated mm-hmm. from the rest of the world, and you kind of just got. Well, these three people, and then of course that uh, I guess lady that was a maid, or we're not it, quite it, sure what she is. Yeah, and that, that's the other thing. There was not, there was things just not explained. And yeah, I, and I, I wonder just, if that was by design. Yeah, but sometimes, sometimes it works, but sometimes right. it doesn't. And I think for me personally, I think I needed a little bit more answers. So I don't know if. They were trying to shoot for a, a, a lower runtime, and that would have just ran it up. But I, I, I kind of needed more. I needed more, if not early around the middle of the movie, because there's, to me, there's just not a whole lot going in the first two acts. Yeah, I mean, I, I couldn't agree more. In fact, um, yeah, I, I don't know how much there is to spoil, because whenever we talk spoilers, we're probably going to only talk the last 10 minutes, because... Man, dude, not a lot happened. Yeah, I mean, um, I guess we can get into scores and, I guess, talk about a couple things that happened. Yeah, we might as well, because if anybody uh, is listening at this point, you know, you're you're probably not going to spend spend money yeah. <laughs> on what we're going to say, say. But, I mean, it, I could see this from streaming on Shudder a month from now, you know? Yeah, it's definitely. It's probably um, going to be a, 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 quite a cheap buy, I would think, for somebody. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give it a six. Um, That's not bad. That means yeah. you liked it. You didn't. Um, like I, like I said before, I, I think it was directed and shot. Well, um, I thought everybody did a fine job acting. I didn't, I didn't hate anybody in it. I didn't, you know, and I think they, they, they work with what they had. You know, like we said, uh, it looks like it was a, a smaller budget. And I think they work with what they had. Um, I just kind of wish we would have just had something going on a lot quicker. And I'm, I'm a, the what you what you get me in werewolf movies is transformation scenes. Mm-hmm. I want to see a badass transformation scenes. Yep. And yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. It, I, it, <laughs> all right. Yep. I'm if, with you. If I don't get one. 
uh-huh. then you have to give me something else. Like we talked about in Dog Soldiers, sure, we didn't get sure. the transformation, but we got a whole lot else with it. For sure. Yeah, so. including full-on vampires in the first 10 minutes. I mean, full-on werewolves. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to give it a six. It's it's not okay. bad. And that surprises I, I, me. Yeah, and I, I, Lance, I think you're you hit it right on the head. I think there probably was something to the story that we're just not seeing. Yeah, I think so too. And I, I actually wouldn't mind rewatching this one. And I'm probably going to surprise you, man. But I, I actually also give it a six. I, I, I actually enjoyed it more than I didn't enjoy it. Um, it's just, it's not going to be on a top ten list, but you know, it's definitely not going to be on a on a bottom ten list. It's not, you know, it's not bad. It's a well made movie. Just um, probably went over our heads a little bit. I'm thinking. Yeah, I think I'm going to try to seek out to see if she, maybe the the actress or the director maybe they did some interviews or something to mm-hmm. maybe better understand the movie. And I, I think I will after that probably give it a rewatch. Probably be some YouTube YouTube videos to watch or something like that, right? Yeah, because I'm not a, not because since you said that, I think there might be something more to the story. Oh, there definitely is. You want spoiler? Yeah. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. All right, so I I'm thinking, man, that the um, <laughs> the poor man's version of Matthew McConaughey there. I was thinking uh, Jason Clark. Okay, I could see that too, man. I, I don't know. It's just something about like him being the male and being like um, the dominant or something like that. And then of course, you know, she, I, I don't know. There's a there there's some there's something to that with like yeah. him mentoring her to be more. Not necessarily more masculine, but more aggressive, I guess. Yeah, to basically, because he says it in the movie, uh, werewolves do bad things, and you just have to mm-hmm. accept it. And yeah, uh, yeah, I, I think there, there, there's just got to be a, a lot more to it that we're not seeing. And I, I wanted more about him and how right. he, how he seeked her out. Because he said he knew everything about her. Um, I'm just like, are you able to keep track of people that are lycanthropes? Or and um, I I wanted to know more about the the situation with the housekeeper or the maid. What yeah, was her I did involvement too. And where was she getting these girls? Well, yeah, because like vampires have their familiars and yeah. and witches and whatnot, but do 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 werewolves? It seemed like it because it seemed like she would get a girl somehow. And I I did like that aspect, how she would just let him go. Mm -hmm. And basically he would go hunt the girl. Do his hunting. Sure, sure. But we really didn't get to see any killing. And no. Saw some blood on on some faces and that's about it, right? Yeah. Some long fingernails. A little bit of hair. Seeing some blood. Right. All over their face. I mean, we do see her eat a rabbit, which was kind of disgusting because mm-hmm. she was really going at it. And I just I kind of wanted I don't know, maybe they were trying to not focus on the gore as much, but I it, I could have just needed just a little bit. Not not the aftermath. And like like the girlfriend at the end when she was leaned up against the truck dead. Yeah, I sure. couldn't tell if anything was wrong with her. 
I know. I but, I really honestly thought she was going to start pulling her across the snow and she was going to get up and say, "Hey, I'm yeah. still alive." But then we get the flashback and we see that she had like bit her throat. Yeah. I, I just I, at that if it wasn't for the flashback, I, I wouldn't even been able to tell what was really wrong with her. And and how much of the backstory that he told do you think was true? Like, do you think he is the one who shot her? Or do you think she she shot herself? See, that's another thing, because you start seeing um, uh, Gray there toward the end. She puts the gun to her head, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I can't believe what I am. I've got a feeling that that uh, lady he was in love with was was uh, was also a werewolf and, and committed suicide. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. the feeling I get. Yeah. Why does why does he still keep the gun? I, I don't know. And does does she somehow remind him or does Gray remind him of of her somehow? Or was I, there because they started going into like he he had some kind of a weird throwaway line like, uh, no, you belong here with me or something. Yeah. And I thought, is that like her reincarnated somehow or how does this work? OK, I'm going to pull something from the, the Twilight movie that I do know. I don't know a whole lot, but maybe he what how do they say it? Maybe he imprinted on her. Ah, OK, I could see that. If anybody is a fan of the Twilight movies, because I know very little, mm-hmm. uh, I know that's a thing that you they imprint on, and that one's going to be with them when they come of age or something like that. Yes, that's right. Kind of like pissing on them, right? Yeah. <laughs> Marking their territory. <laughs> so yeah, so essentially, maybe he did that, and that's why he's been just keeping up with her this whole time. Okay, I I could kind of see that. I mean, there's definitely so much more to this. We're we're just not giving it due credit, man. We yeah. we got to go check it, do some research, watch some YouTube videos, and learn more about what some of the undertones were in this movie because they were definitely there. There was nothing wrong with the acting, nothing wrong oh, no. with the photography or directing. It was just, I guess, the story passed us by, man. Yeah. Uh, I think we gave it fair scores, and we're both willing to to rewatch it. So yeah, all right. Well, um, I guess that's it then for Bloodthirsty, huh? Yep. All right. As always, we want to thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Horror Returns. We would love to hear your feedback and ideas. You can always reach us at thehorrorreturns at gmail dot com. Uh, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Podbean, etc. Search for The Horror Returns, and we're actually currently reposting every single episode from number one, right, Brian? Yep. Uh, Had to deal with some issues, but um, we are putting them back up there, and I appreciate everybody for sticking with us. And um, if you're an old listener, you get to re-listen to our older episodes. If you're a new listener, you get our older episodes uploaded every week. Yep, but at some point we'll uh, we'll catch up to where we are now, and we'll just kind of keep moving forward. But it'll be a hell of a lot easier for me to edit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and uh, quick update on the network. Uh, like Nez says, we are currently doing the Mortal Kombat, I guess, franchise on the Action Returns. Oh, and, I can't wait, man. And in remembrance of DMX, we are doing Belly for uh, stream fiends and uh, also shock G from digital underground. A lot of people know him from uh, the Humpty hump song. <laughs> of course you, that nose man gives him away every time. Yeah. 
he recently <laughs> he as we're recording this he passed away a, a few days ago so, uh, so we're hurt, possibly man. we are possibly doing um what's that movie with chevy chase uh, nothing but trouble oh god <laughs> okay <laughs> so in remembrance of them we are doing those movies for stream fiends and, and uh we got bonus uh, episodes coming, which you will be able to find them on the Horror Returns, as well as uh, the East Society Anchor Feed. And where where is Belly streaming? Belly is streaming. I believe it's on Stars. If you have Stars, I do have Stars, dude. And, you know that I pay for everything. Man. And nothing but trouble. I believe you can find it on YouTube. Okay is is next is next week the week I think it is. Yeah. So what's it going to be, Brian? It is our Patreon picks from, yeah, you wrote it down here right, the infamous Lonnie Langston. Horror musicals, the Rocky Horror Picture Show, A Little Shop of Horrors, which I do love, a spoiler, and Joel Schumacher's remake of The Phantom of the Opera, which I've never seen. Oh, you're going to see it. So, two I've seen, one I haven't, one I really, really enjoy. You'll find out next week. All right, that's going to be Phantom of the Opera. Well, I'll, I'll put $5 on it, man. All right. Each month. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, that's Lonnie Langston, not me. Sorry. Fucking Lonnie Langston. All right, Brian, until the horror returns again. Ooh.